No. The stars offered me box seats, luxury box suites for game seven. I think it was game six. And I said, hey, Stanley Cup could get handed out tonight. I've always wanted to be in the building when the Stanley Cup gets handed out. And she said, we came down here for George Strait. We're going to George Strait. How about that? So I walked out of uh, Cowboys Stadium. And I'm like, hey, who won the Stars game? Who won the Stars game? <laughs> it's Dallas in 2000. No, the who, the what? And I'm like, this wouldn't have happened in Winnipeg. They know. This is the Rod Peterson Show. That absolutely is. We're coming in hot to a brand new week. Good morning and good afternoon, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. It's funny the gents would play that clip to open the show because I was just thinking this morning there's a George Strait song for every situation. There is. Find one. Yeah. Yeah. So how's it going, Moose? It's going great. You're excited, eh? Oh, yeah. You should be. You should be. You are coming up in the Quick 6 show topics here, by the way. So just hang on. Hang on. Okay. It's a very big day today. It is the 500th episode of the Rod Peterson Show. How and about it's that? Ca- How about that? Rick Regan's been with us right from day one, the big voice guy. And, you know, last Thursday was our two-year uh, birthday episode, and then this today, the 500th episode. And a guy texted me, you might know him, by the name of Duke Myers. Yes. And he said, you know, way to go, Rod. I'm so proud of you. A lot of people didn't think you'd last two months, and now it's two years. I'm like, I'll take the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I think he meant it as a compliment, right? Do you think it wouldn't last no, two nobody months? Nobody likes you, but I like you, Derek. Listen, I don't care what anybody else says. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like you. So here we are for the 500th episode. Quite a ride it's been, huh? Oh, yeah. You know, 500. And you start thinking about that. I mean, that's it's hard to do. You know, and this is a little, I mean, it's a, it's a daily talk show. But when a, when a television show of any kind can get to 100 episodes, that's a big deal. And we thought 100 was a really cool oh, yeah. deal. 500's wild. Um, and it's, it's incredible. And, and it feels like we're just getting started. Oh, yeah. Doesn't it? And we're at 500 episodes. Big so. one. Uh, big one. Kelly Mars wrote me. He says, man, the biggest thing is you look like you're having a lot of fun. I said, we are. <laughs> I don't think you can fake that. Yeah. So, anyways, you got a lot, a lot of messages coming in on the Prairie Mobile text line, and I'll get to that uh, later. This is the warm-up for E. Cole Electric. And we got all our rowdy friends are coming over here for episode number 500 today. Gary Lawless, who was our very first ever guest 500 episodes ago, the Golden Knights insider, will be joining us from Vegas. Great day to talk to Gary. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arash Madani of Sportsnet and the keeper of the cup, Phil Pritchard, who's become a good friend of ours. He's got that cup (sighs) shined up and ready to go to Vegas, I think. And I got some questions for him on parties and legendary stuff. See, see what's going to happen with the Stanley Cup. So yep. that's what's happening today. Let's get to the quick six show topics, please. Thank you, Director Jordan. Jordan's really got a bounce in his step today. Did you yeah. notice? I don't know what it is. If he's got a new pair of sandals or what. But I noticed, Jordan. Number one, weekend NHL leftovers. Where do we start? Uh, this is in my Monday morning goalie column today at rodpeterson.com. A lot of my thoughts are there. I got a lot. Um, not surprised that the Vegas Golden Knights have roared back to tie up Colorado in that round two series, two games to two. I watched every game all year. Vegas is at least as good as Colorado. The standing said as much. So here we are going to Denver 2-2 and all Mo is on the Golden Knights side. That's my take there. Um, can I just say of the eight teams left in the Stanley Cup playoffs, three of their coaches are Notre Dame Hounds grads, Rod Brindamore, John Cooper and Barry Trotz. 
How about that? How about that? Wow. Um, and a lot happens in a week, and I'll, and I'll just stop, because i got a plethora of NHL thoughts coming out of the weekend. One week ago today, Winnipeg was, or, uh, Montreal was playing Toronto in Toronto in Game 7. One week later, Montreal's got the Jets on the verge of a sweep. Game 4 tonight, Winnipeg's first elimination game of the spring is tonight in Montreal. A lot can happen in a week, Darren. Something special is happening in Montreal. Something, oh, yeah. something special is going on, and it, it's really hard to explain. But that's what makes sports so amazing is there's no reason for Montreal to be in this position. You know, probably shouldn't have got out of the first round. They shouldn't be doing what they're doing to Winnipeg. But guess what? They are. They've, they're doing it. And that's what makes sports amazing is, is uh, the Canadians are a wonderful story right now, and they're playing really good hockey. It is a great story. From some of our viewers, from Pat Doyle. I love me some Pat Doyle. Tim Horton's guy. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, congrats on the 500th episode, gents. Thank you, Pat. Can't wait to get you out on our next sports trip. Last one we did was Houston, right? And Patty was there. Oh, yeah. We went to the Golden Corral, and we had a big old time. From Jeff the Stamps fan, congratulations, 500 episodes. No, where is it? Jeff the Stamps fan. And we'll still all be watching when you get to show 5,000. Thank you, Jeff. We have a very special relationship, Jeff and I, as you know. (laughs) Yes, um, David Asplin, congratulations on 500 episodes from Winnipeg. I wish Winnipeg would run four in a row, but not likely patiently waiting for Blue Bomber football. Lee Bishop, uh, Lee Bishop watching in Greenfield, Indiana. Congratulations, 500 episodes and just getting warmed up. He said it, and he's right. We're just getting warmed up. A lot of exciting things to come. I think the Winnipeg Jets could win four in a row. Am I crazy? It starts with one. I just think they could. You don't no, I can I mean, tell by the look on your face you don't think it's so. hard, really hard, well, of course, very but, difficult. But yeah, why not? They're deep. You know, we know that they can they can score. Um, they're having some trouble right now against Kerry Price. And Connor Hellebuck can win you four in a row by himself. So you've got the goaltending. I mean, Montreal's proven that if you've got a good goaltender, you can win games. But man, it's hard to beat what do you want to call it? Fate, destiny, magic, whatever Montreal's got going on. That stuff's hard to beat, man. So can it be done? Absolutely. It's going to be really tough. But uh, the series, I, I think it's still far from over. I really do. Warm-ups brought to you by Ecall Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw. Ecall Electric, let's get to work. Right after this little coffee break here. We got to move on. We got a lot to get to on a busy weekend, Darren. Point two, the Titans trade for Julio Jones. Your team, your phone's been going off. I don't really get it. It's Jones and a second for a second and a sixth. They're- Jones and a sixth, I believe, is coming to Tennessee. Atlanta's getting a second round pick and a sixth and a sixth. That's not a pick. that's not, a, not lot. a lot for one of the best receivers in the National Football. League. Yeah, one of the best of all time too. Second and a fourth. There, thanks, Clark. Um, one of the best of all time. If you're going by Julio Jones, the all-time great, yeah, the Titans fleeced him. But if you're going to sit here and get the 30, what, two-year-old receiver that you're getting now, 31 or 32, um, maybe it's okay. Nobody was willing to give up a first-round pick, so the second-round pick became the ask. I think the Titans got a steal. Look at Julio Jones. He has more 100-yard receiving games in the past decade than the Titans do as a franchise combined. Every receiver that's been through that team oh, there you go. in the last 10 years. Julio Jones has more 100-yard games. So he adds that threat, replaces Corey Davis, You know, takes a little bit of the pressure off A.J. Brown. I think this makes them a real big threat in the uh, AFC. 
Well, uh, Keyshawn Johnson this morning on ESPN said, do they even need him? Which tells me how good people think the Titans are. Yeah. But it reminds me of the great Bobby Vespasiani. He was an assistant GM here with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. He was the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders. And you know the line I'm going to use. Better is better. Julio Jones makes you better. Right? Absolutely. Regarding the Winnipeg Jets winning four straight and coming back, John Ohm in Winnipeg says, you're crazy, Rod. Hasn't been done since 1975. Wowzers. Uh, Yeah, I've been called crazy before. Well, if you think like that, it's not going to happen. Come on, Winnipeg. I saw Bob Irving's tweet about the Jets being a hot mess. I'm like, now is not the time to fold on the team. We went through this once already. But if you want to be like that, be like that. <clears throat> if, you're gonna, if you think it's not going to happen, <laughs> it's not going to happen. That's right. I can tell you that for free. Point three, Floyd Mayweather, uh, Logan Paul. I didn't even know about this fight until the Asian sensation Alan Lee, our intern, wrote about it for RodPeterson.com. I didn't know it was happening. Hence, I wasn't going to watch it. I'm a fool, me once kind of guy, Darren. You and I went and watched Mike Tyson and uh, Roy Jones Jr., and it was, wasn't good. We walked out of Ballers that night going, what did we just spend three hours on? I know. So I didn't watch this, did you? No, I went out for dinner, and I caught a little bit of the, the early fights, so I didn't watch it. I wasn't going to go home and pay for it, and I really didn't want to stay for three hours. I knew what it was going to be. It's another exhibition. I didn't stay long enough, unfortunately, to watch Ocho Cinco in one of the earlier bouts he was fighting. I heard that. And, I want, and you love him. I love Ocho Cinco. He's one of my favorites. As a kid, I was, he was a big fan, um, but... That's the one I wanted. He got knocked down, but I think he, from all accounts, he did really well in, in the fight. There was no winner announced, and same with this, even though it looked like uh, Mayweather just uh, had his way with, uh, was it Logan Paul? Yeah, but it was ended in a tie. Well, of course <laughs> it did, because there's no, no referees. There's no judges. If I'd have paid for that, I'd have been very upset. Yeah. I'd have put it that way. Uh, from Tacona Pauly watching in Winnipeg, he says, yes, Rod, but Snoop's was worth it. Snoop Dogg made the Mike Tyson fight tolerable yes and then he was just providing color commentary <laughs> um arlen bruce the thirds watching says love conquers all he said it happened to me it's professional football he should have went to green bay he's talking about julio well it's tennessee that made the trade and arlen i Arlen's agent emailed me on the weekend, and he said, thanks for the great show and your special relationship with Arlen Bruce. I said, it's not any overly thing. I love, I love me some Arlen Bruce. I have since way back in the day when he ripped out the Spider-Man mask and pulled it on after a touchdown one night. I'm like, yes, that's awesome. And then he got fined for it. What the hell's I wrong know. with professional sports anymore? It's no fun. CFL weekend leftovers as I move on. A um, couple things that came out of the week. Listen, I was having supper on Saturday night, and a friend said, I was talking about our John Ryan interview last week on this show, and, I, and uh, the friend said, John, I forgot John Ryan even played for the Rough Riders. And our friend's a rider season ticket holder. Like, this is an out-of-sight, out-of-mind thing. So let me just say that you got to you got to play, but they might not play. And I said to Darren, I will defer to him on this, that I was going to tee you up. I saw the two big articles from 3downnation.com, 3dunknation.com on the weekend. One is that the CFL has told the Players Association, June 14th you'll be given, is the latest date you'll be given final direction. 
for this season. And I took that as, is that a drop dead date for a confirmation of a season? Because if it is, that's the way I read it, Darren. And if that's the case, then that tells me that there's still some wiggle room to not have a season. And everywhere I go, if people are talking about the Rough Riders, because believe me, there are a lot, they think they're playing. They saw it on the news, as my neighbor said. And I'm like, but yeah, sure. As long as there's still a drop dead date, there's a chance that they won't. That's how I read that article. How did you read it? Yeah, you know, there is a chance for sure. You know, I read it as that's when they're going to find out if they're going to camp, you know, in the middle of July, if they're going to start on August 5th, they're going to get that information. So an August 5th date, nothing's going to happen after June 14th. So you'll know about August 5th. But when we got the information from the players, when we talk about timelines and walking it back, I still think we need at least six weeks of notice. So from the 14th of June, camps can't open for six weeks after that. Maybe they'll open on the 10th and they'll rush the players in, which wouldn't surprise me. But if camps aren't going to open for six weeks after that, and then you need two weeks of camp and then the season, you can start looking at the date. Won't be August 5th. Might be closer to Labor Day. That's what we might hear on June 14th. But there is absolutely a chance that the season still might not happen. Pause. Arlen Bruce III watching from America. He says, find $4,000 for the Spider-Man mask. Who was the commissioner then? Was it Tom Wright? Like, make me the commissioner because I would have strippers and midgets and unicorns and at every game. How about that? Make it about the energy. You got to find the guy $4,000 because he pulled out a Spider-Man mask out of his tights after the game or after a touchdown. And <laughs> how is that a problem? It's not. It's not at Again, all. I'm a Chad. They should have given him $4,000. I'm a Chad Johnson or Ocho Cinco fan. He did a proposal to a cheerleader on the sideline. He pulled out the, the orange cone and pretended to putt like Tiger Woods. He did everything, right? right. He put, put on the Hall of Fame jacket when he was still playing. I mean, he was the king of it. So when Arlen did that, I mean, that's I'm all about that. That's entertainment, and it's not hurting anybody. It's not offensive to anybody. Ah, Arlen says he's... Currently living in Vancouver. Gotcha. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says Bo was in the locker room last week and says the practice jerseys are hung and the nameplates are up. What does that remind me of? My mom's setting the supper table for all the farmhands, even though supper wasn't ready yet. It just distracted them to think supper was on his way, which inevitably it was. But I just to put a, I, listen, I don't. What I say, I'm a fool me once guy. Not going to fool me twice. That, there's a lot of hurdles left to go. And then the, and the last thing, because we're running out of time here, was the, the report that CFL players are going to be housebound. That's the term. That was from Farhan. And incidentally, none of this is the CFL's fault. We're seeing what's going on in America. Rocking. They're rolling. And up here, not. This is not the CFL's fault. And I guess Farhan said it. You're going to ask an American player that's been living wide open in Texas for six months to come up here and be housebound in Canada for how long? Three months? Like, it seems nearly impossible. You brought up the WHL players. They were going stir-crazy in there for two months. Two months. They were going crazy and ready to get out. And it's really, really tough. And now you're talking about doing this to, you know, grown men who have families. You know, they're not only just missing them, but we're talking about a CFL season. And you're going to take a pay cut to do this, too? And be stuck like that? It probably isn't going to go over that well. Um 
And you'll and then you'll see photos and pictures of people at the beach and different places and filling the Costco shopping centers and everything else. And I'm stuck in my house and I can't leave. It's not going to fly. It's getting bad. It's gonna yeah. It's getting bad. And I don't think it'll go over that well. I really don't. Um, but maybe we'll be in a different position by then, and they won't need to go that way. Um, Jeff Cabillas in Winnipeg says that list of entertainment sounds like a Gleberman's proposition. Well, thank you. Lonnie Gleiberman and I are very close friends. <clears throat> we come from the same school. Um, we're going we're gonna to break here. Uh, Habs for Life watching in Vancouver says, I feel unpatriotic for not watching the gold medal game. LOL. Don't. I'm trying to exercise moderation with my hockey watching. I didn't watch a shift of the Hockey Canada World Championships. I knew two guys on the team. Mangiapane seemed to be the only, and I don't know him, he seemed to be the only guy doing anything was Mangiapane, and then Braden, Braden Schneider, the Wheat Kings, because the Wheaties were posting all kinds of stuff. Was Connor Bedard playing? No. <laughs> Not interested. Did you watch it? Uh, no, I didn't, and I hate to admit it because I love watching Canada play at any uh, event, but just it just didn't do it for me, unfortunately, and that's too bad because I've been consumed with the NHL playoffs and the World Championships on the, for the most part don't get me there. Connor Brown, by all accounts, you know, he played really well. Andrew Maggiapani, and to win it in overtime, I mean, is amazing exciting. for Canada. The highlights did it enough for me. Amazing. Great goal in overtime. Way to go, guys. Uh, and Terry Carrier watching says, I love the CFL, but I just glaze over right now for CFL season talk. How about them Habs? I had a friend, I was talking in the States the other day, and uh, he was like, I want to blow my brains out every, with this CFL stuff. Like, enough, I'm done. So we're going to talk about who is playing. You good? Good. Uh, point five was the Jays uh, drop a weekend series to Houston. They're six games out as we enter a brand new week. I don't think anybody's catching Tampa. And I left number six blank. And the rock star of the uh, day Friday was John Frenzy. Just so you know. The keeper of the cup, Phil Pritchard, joins us from the Hockey Hall of Fame next. You're watching the RP Show. This has been the warm-up for E.Cole Electric. And you're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.